Welcome to localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm your host, Jenna Konar, and you're listening to Job Search Guide, where we discuss all topics related to your job search. When it comes to job searching, it's always important to put your best foot forward, but in the case of mature job seekers, it may sometimes seem that your age is working against your favor. Although it can be a controversial topic, age discrimination is actually a subject that evokes many questions from our listeners here at LJN. So to learn more about age discrimination and how mature workers can overcome this during their job search process, we're speaking today with Robin Ryan. Robin is a career counselor, a professional speaker, and the best-selling author of Over 40 and You're Hired, Secrets to Landing a Great Job. Thanks so much for joining me today, Robin. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad to be here. So in your experience working with job seekers, how prevalent would you say this concern of age discrimination is among the people that you have been interacting with? It's become a really big issue for a lot of people, especially if you're over 50 Mm -hmm. and you're going out, you're looking for a new job, maybe you've lost your position and you might have been there a long time so you haven't job hunted. It can be a very scary experience too because You know, there's a lot of competition out there, and the whole approach, it's just a whole new ballgame on how to go after this new job. In recent years, would you say that, in your opinion, age discrimination has increased or decreased, and why would you say that this is so? I think people believe that it's increased Mm -hmm. because we have so many more job hunters that are, you know, over 40 looking for a new job, over 50. We've got people over 60 looking for jobs. So, I think they feel like it's a bigger issue, but it's always been a concern. There's always been this stereotype against the older worker, and it's been a negative stereotype. Some people have fueled that stereotype, so you have some things you have to work against. You have to know strategies and techniques and ways that you can present yourself so that an employer doesn't think age is an issue and those things kind of melt away and they get very interested in you as a candidate. Right. And so the article I wanted to base our conversation off of today was your article called Overcoming Age Discrimination When Job Hunting. And as you mentioned just a second ago about the different stereotypes that mature workers encounter when they're searching for a job, I wanted to touch on just each one of these and kind of go through what the thought process is behind these stereotypes and how mature workers can combat this when they are going into their job search process. So the first one that you listed was the stereotype of declining productivity levels. So why would you say that employers sometimes tend to believe that mature workers are not as productive as maybe younger ones? It seems to most employers that people have kind of lost their zest They don't have the same motivation, the same drive, the fire in the belly to go out there and do the best job. They may have more personal issues, and a lot of them have got complacent in the job that they have. So that's probably one of the big things, that you can't get lazy. You have to be active in your role, trying to initiate new things and bringing positive developments whether those are system improvements, saving time, saving money, you've got to be active in that role. And it seems like that's something, regardless of age, just in today's work world, that you are expected to be learning, to be constantly improving yourself. 
And maybe that's something that mature workers can look at as well as younger workers. I think all workers can look at the fact that your prospective employer will look at what have you done recently? What kind of results have you delivered for your current employer? They want you to be talking about not just doing the job description, but going beyond and really making contributions. So they're looking at accomplishments that you've done in the last year or two, not things you did 10 years ago, because you can't rest on your laurels. This is a competitive job market, and if you want to stay in it, you've got to be competitive too. And having recent results on your resume that you can talk about in your job interview, show that employer and make them feel like, oh, this is a person that could do those same things for us. We should really consider hiring him or her. Right. And I think those are good ways that um, mature job seekers or any job seekers can improve their their resume, improve their qualifications when they're going into the job search process. Going back to the idea of the mature workers being not as productive as the younger ones, have you ever come across any statistics or uh, studies that maybe support or oppose this stereotype? Actually, there's been studies that say older workers are better learners. They can retain the information longer and can apply it easier because they have more depth of experience. But that means that you're actively learning. You're going to conferences. You're reading stuff on the internet about your field. You're reading business books or books that relate to your industry. So Being that, like you said, long-time learner, that's something we have to do over our lifetime if we want to remain viable in the job market. And then moving on to the next stereotype you mentioned in your article, and that is being overqualified. And this is something we actually hear quite frequently from our mature job seekers who we interact with at LJN. A lot of people have concerns about, you know, what if I go into an interview and they say that I'm overqualified or this has happened to me and I didn't know how to respond. So what would you say are maybe some of the reasons why an employer may think that a mature job candidate is overqualified? They don't think that they're overqualified. They know they are. They're looking at a resume that's saying, this person could do my job or could do my boss's job. And so one of the big concerns is people start getting nervous and they start applying for anything. And this old-fashioned attitude of, well, I just need to get my foot in the door and then I'll be able to work my way up. That's very old-fashioned thinking. In today's market, you need to take the time to really look for the fewer jobs but the ones you are qualified to do that are at the right pay level, that are at the right skill level. That may mean that you have to consider moving or relocating if you're not finding things in your local area. But for most people, too, this concern is you're not going to be happy in the job. You're going to want more money very quickly, and you're going to want to steal my job. So there's not a lot of incentive for the employer to hire you when it's a wrong fit. The second thing that I think we have to worry about, too, when someone says, well, I'm applying for these jobs and they said I was overqualified, you might have a really good reason. For example, you might say, you're right, I was the sales manager before, but I really realized, number one, I enjoy the selling process. Number two, as a manager, I was flying and out of town Monday through Thursday, four four weeks a month. I really want a position where I can go out, I can make big sales, 
but I'm coming home in the evening and the travel is a couple of days a month. I'm certainly willing to do some travel, but I don't want it to be 100% travel like it was before. And that's why I'm trying to make this career change. So do you see how that person was able to talk down their management skills and up their sales skills and their reason? So it gives the employer some reassurance that this is the right fit for them and maybe could be the right fit for the employer. Right. And I think that's a great practical example. We always love giving our listeners practical examples of what they could say if they get into a situation like this. And I think that would provide some great insight for our listeners with the example you just gave. Moving on to the next stereotype, this one we hear often too is that you that the person looks old. And this might not seem fair, but appearance can play a role in whether or not someone gets a job. So why would you say that appearing old um, may hinder a job seeker's chances? We did a survey of over 1,000 hiring managers. They were top executives and top HR people. And we asked them, give a mature worker one piece of advice that can really make a difference. And they all said, don't look old. And people are like, oh, but I am old. Um, But what they mean is don't look old in your resume. Show current results, current achievements. Don't look old in your conversation that you have in your cover letter or in your interview conversations. Give them work examples. Show enthusiasm. Smile. But lastly, the don't look old is really saying don't look worn out and depleted. People come in and you look at them and you say the best years are behind that person. You know, they don't dress like they're stylish or contemporary. They don't have very good answers. They're not smiling. Their facial expressions just look kind of down and depressed. So if we're going to combat this, and I suggest that you do that, here's a few ideas. Number one, go out and get a suit or an interview outfit that makes you look as good as possible. Secondarily, make sure you have a hairdo that's as contemporary as you can have it. Women who have long, long hair that they're wearing in a ponytail or they wear in a bun and they're 55 years old, this is not a contemporary hairstyle. Go to a good salon, get your hair done so that it it looks contemporary and modern so that you're up to date because one CEO said to me, Robin, when they come in and they look old-fashioned and out of date, I believe their skills are out of date and their knowledge is out of date. That's an important thing to realize. That's what that hiring manager is thinking. So do your very best to make yourself look as prime as possible. And smiles are free. Enthusiasm is free. By showing that you're enthusiastic for the job, by having good questions to ask, by have writing out answers to potential interview questions in advance, you're going to do so much better in that interview. So it sounds like it goes even beyond appearance. You, you want to have the professional, polished, contemporary appearance, but even further than that, you want to have the enthusiasm, you want to have the updated resume with the current skills, and it sounds like that will take the job seeker a long way. It will, and, and dyeing your hair doesn't hurt. Um, <laughs> one, other, one other tip for men, no facial hair. Nothing's worse mm-hmm. than uh, salt and pepper beards and salt and pepper mustaches. In fact, when we ask employers, they like clean-shaven men. So anybody out there with the facial hair, time to let it go. <laughs> right, so it's not just tips for women, but for men as well. That's right. 
And then you also closed out your article beyond all of these stereotypes, mentioning the few positive characteristics that mature workers do have, just a few of the many things that they do have. And so I wanted to just touch on those as well, because I think these are important things that mature workers can use to their advantage when they're job searching. So the first one was having a superior work ethic. Why do you think mature workers are known for having a superior work ethic? Oh, baby boomers are products of the Depression generation. Those were our moms and dads, and they said, work hard and you'll get ahead. And so we did. We do work hard and we do get ahead. We would not take the day off because it's nice outside and let's go to the beach or this new snowfall came in, it's time to go skiing or I want to stay home and decorate my Christmas tree today. <laughs> so um, when we think about the work ethic of millennials, it becomes a real contrast. So employers say that's one of the top selling points for a mature worker. And then you also had listed that uh, mature workers tend to be loyal to their employers. I think especially in today's work environment where most people have gone away from the standard of staying with one company for their entire career and they're more likely to switch around, I think being loyal is something that could definitely be seen as an advantage, especially for mature workers. It's a, a very big advantage because employers don't like job hoppers, and that is people that bounce around a lot. So having been someplace for a long time is a positive selling point. But you do need to research the new company so that you can talk about how the skills and the experience that you have where you are is going to be an asset for that new employer. But loyalty is always regarded in a positive way. And then the final three that you mentioned were acting as role models to younger workers, offering superior customer service, and being dependable. How do you think all of those things are in favor for mature workers? Everybody's got to have, you know, top selling points. And one of the things is you are able to train new people. You are able to show the ropes to people. You've had a lot of experience. You've seen the good times and the bad times. And you can remember what worked to get us out of some of those bad times. Or when we were at our peak, you say to people, look, it, we're not always going to stay here. Let's kind of be thinking down the line of what else we need to be doing so that maybe we can serve some cash or maybe we come up with some ways that we can, you know, stretch this out because everything goes up and down. Finally, being dependable, the millennial generation has really shown us that they're not as interested in being there every day, whereas the baby boomers are, they don't have a lot of conflicts. Usually their children are gone, so they can work overtime if they need to, and they don't have, you know, a lot of other pressing concerns that pull them out of the office as soon as the five o'clock bell rings. Mm -hmm. Those all lend to the mature workers and the advantages that they can offer an employer. We're running a little short on time, but I was wondering if you had any examples or maybe a story of a job seeker who maybe you worked with or you had heard of someone else working with who faced age discrimination in their job search, and how did this person handle that? I have a great story. Mary was a client of mine. I do career counseling, and I opened the door, and there stood this little petite I couldn't describe her any other way but grandma, completely white hair, you know, very lined face. She said she was 64 years old and she looked every bit of 64 when you looked at her face. She had on a very stylish suit. She was petite. 
anyway, she came in and we sat down and she said, I've got these job interviews coming up. I've got four different organizations I'm going to interview with. You know, I'm going to get a new job. I was at your job search seminar and I listened to everything you said. And so I want us to practice and role play. So we did that. And as soon as I shook her hand, I knew right away the difference between Mary and a lot of other people's was when she smiled and she talked about all the things she would bring to the job and a lot of the initiatives she'd done, she was in fundraising, and a lot of the money she'd recently raised and the ideas she had. You didn't see an old grandma anymore. You saw this enthusiastic lady who was definitely going to be the right person to go out and do your fundraising and represent your company or an organization. And just so you know, Mary got an offer from each of those four companies. Oh, wow. So I said to her, how did you handle that? She said, well, one I liked better than the other, and I did what you told me, Robin. I went back and talked to him about the salary and said I had a higher offer, and they beat that other offer. So not only did she land the job, but she landed a higher-paying job than she even thought she was going to possibly have a chance of getting. So please don't tell me that you can't transform yourself, that you can't sit down and write out good answers to questions, that you can't think about your results and accomplishments and then apply them in that interview and apply them on the resume and into the cover letter so that the employer doesn't see age discrimination. They just see a wonderful applicant that they want to hire. And with that final thought, we will bring the show to a close. You've been listening to Job Search Guide with our guest, Robin Ryan, who has been giving us some insight and guidance on the topic of age discrimination. You can also catch up with Robin on her website, robinryan.com, where she offers a free e-newsletter on job search advice. Thank you again for joining us today, Robin. I'm happy to do it. Good luck to your job hunters. And of course, we love to hear from you, the listeners, as well. So send your comments and suggestions to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Or you can find us on Twitter under at the LJN and let us know your ideas for future shows. Once again, I'm your host, Jenna Konar, wishing you the best of luck with your job search. <laughs>